The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast all the sports gambling podcast network my name is talent jenkins joined with our host we got ryan gilbert and joel meyer gentlemen it's time for the fucking stanley cup finals boys how the hell are we doing tonight yeah doing good here we got a, a few slow slow nights here but it's it's stanley cup final week you got to get excited and, it, and it's one of the best matchups you could have asked for so i'm excited to get into it here yeah another fun weekend uh Kind of a slow Sunday evening, but before that, you know, it's all about the morning stuff. Uh, starting off with the F1, what's going on, Ferrari man? They had some problem with the pit stop, and then uh, both of their cars went down, and the AlphaTauri car also out. Uh, they they got a Ferrari engine in there too, so they got to get their shit together. Uh, my only bet there was uh, was a Chico Perez uh, top three finish, so that cashed. Uh, I wanted to get on on. Uh, I'm Verstappen there, but I never pulled the trigger. But uh, I know you did, Tom. I did. Max Verstappen plus 150 or plus 140 or some shit like that heading into the race. So that was a big hit. Uh, you said it. Ferrari's got problems, man. When that car is in the heat, they can't handle the heat. The horses, bro. The Ferrari horses, they're just a little too warm, man. They're they are dying. They're like little big old fat fucking mules and shit. That was <laughs> sick. Jolie, how do you do in the golf, bud? Anything, anything fancy or what? Yeah, yeah, just finishing up the Ferrari talk. Uh, that sucks too, because Leclerc has arguably been the best driver. You know, uh, he's been yeah. he's been driving great. It's just uh, the car and the team letting him down. But yeah, the golf, uh, fucking Canadian Open. I, I know you plan to get down there. I don't I don't think you ended up going right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I had a, a few outrights. Um, but the only guys I had in touch at the end there were Sam Burns and Fitzpatrick going into round four. Then I saw the way that uh, Rory was playing, and I just I bet him at plus 150. He's he played well. Uh, or he's going forward in the first few holes. So again, plus 100, and again, minus 154, and again at minus 160. And then he started to uh, you know teeter off the last uh, on the back nine there. So I got a little bit worried because I uh, heavily exposed <laughs> on him. But uh, yeah, he held them off. Uh, Fina, of course, with that long putt to finish second, but. Uh, yeah, JT, I think he bogeyed the 17 or 16 there, too. So that pretty much sealed the deal. So good old Rory uh, coming through for me there to, to bail my ass out and a bunch of losing bits. First of all, that's bullshit. Uh, fuck Rory McIlroy. Second of all, this is how this played out for me, okay? I had five guys going into this tournament. I had Sam Burns. I had uh, Cam Smith. I had my Ouch. guy. Scotty Scheffler, yeah, Cam Smith had a tough goal. Scotty Scheffler, I had Justin Thomas, 
which okay, oh. that was my that was my last chance. But you know who I meant to bet? So I put my bets in Wednesday night. I was fucking hammered Wednesday night, okay? It was after we recorded our last show. I was drunk as shit. I was fucking editing shit. I went to go to bed. I'm like, better put my bets in for the golf. Get them in before the tournament starts on Thursday. I fully intended to bet Rory McIlroy. You know what happened? I bet Scotty Scheffler twice. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't notice until Friday. So I watched the end of the day leaderboards on Thursday. I'm like, I'm in okay shape here. You know, like, I, you know, I got Burns kind of in the hunt. JT sniffing around. I got Rory McIlroy doing well for me. And I look, and there's no Rory, but I got fucking Scotty Scheffler twice. (laughs) And sure enough, Rory fucking McIlroy wins the goddamn Canadian Open. You know what? I had JT. So I was like, okay, we're pushing up here. JT battled back that back night. He was unreal. Dude, the guy had like six birdies in a row. It was fucking sick. I'm like, he's down. I got this. I'm okay. And the next thing I know, Rory's fucking sticking every shot he gets within two feet of the hole. Absolute brutal. This guy is blood doping. Uh, PGA should be testing him. This is not okay. Um, but either way, it wouldn't have mattered because JT fell apart on 17 and 18, and he missed a pretty easy birdie putt on 15 too. So that sucks, but... Good for Rory. If you like, who doesn't like Rory McIlroy? Uh, did you have anything on the live tour or no? No, I. I that's the thing. I, I kind of thought about betting short, so you know it was a good number there, thirty-two oh, yeah? one. But uh, I didn't. I didn't do it because uh, yeah, it's not on cable here. I'm not going to go to fucking YouTube to watch that shit. So you know, if Dude, it, if it's on TV, then I'll put some more down. It was sick. I was watching on YouTube. It was actually pretty cool. I had uh, Dustin Johnson. That was a flop. He played absolutely horrible. And I had the troll. The ugliest player in golf <laughs> history, the ugliest, shortest guy with the biggest ears of all time, Louis Oosthuizen. Uh, yeah, he was shit too. So I, either way, I didn't win anything. But still, I'm down for some good golf here. It'll be fun to see next uh, next week when they go to the U.S. Open, right? It'll be like the live guys versus the PGA guys. I know. See, uh... <laughs> it's going to be sick. I'm so stoked. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into things here, everybody. Go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Uh, tons of information for everything. Uh, fuck, when it comes to hockey, obviously we're in the finals here. NBA finals are on right now as we currently speak. It's game five. Uh, what else is going on? MLB's 200 million games into the 4 billion game season. Uh, NASCAR is sick. Dude, I was listening to the NASCAR podcast uh, for the... For the big race yesterday, that was pretty cool too. Uh, tons of good shit coming on, man. MMA's doing their thing, golf's doing their thing, everything. If I missed a WNBA show, there's so much good shit. So get your ass on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Hockey's going to be over soon, man, and we're going to have to try and win some money somewhere else. And this is uh, this is your tips. This is the place to go. So go check out the website um, as well. Julie and Ryan have some articles out on that website, uh, pretty recent. So go check those out too. Those guys are killing it. Uh, you guys are doing great. I haven't read them, but I'm sure they're fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Um, and go check out the Slack group, man. Shout out to all our friends and pals in the Slack, Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack. If you're not in there, get your ass in the Slack, dude. It's it's always a blast, especially playoff time. But you know, we got about a good week and a half or so of uh, playoffs left. Who knows, maybe even just a week. So I'm sure it's going to be popping off and it's going to be a good time. But it's not too late to get your ass in the Slack and win some cash, baby. Yeah, Joel actually had some good uh, good puns or wordplay in there for, for for Joel's level. So make sure you go check out that article there, his uh, Colorado Avalanche path to the Stanley Cup and a few of his Con Smythe picks. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast as well. SG.pn slash hockey for Apple. SG.pn slash hockey as for Spotify. And yeah, like, like Talon said, join the Slack, get in there. We're always talking every sport. And, you know, it's the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We got you covered from all angles. Fuck yeah. 
All right, we're going to jump into some NHL news and discussion here. Surprisingly, not that much has really gone down since we last recorded. I was struggling. Boys, I was swimming uphill. If that's a thing, I was swimming uphill in order to find... <laughs> I don't think that's the expression. Upstream. Eh? Yeah, upstream. <laughs> no, fuck that. We're swimming uphill from now on. That's the new one. I was battling to try and find stuff to talk about, but we got a couple here. Uh, this one just came out today. Uh, Anaheim Ducks goaltender John Gibson, journeyman goalie for Anaheim. John Gibson allegedly open to a move out of Anaheim. Uh, this isn't to say that he will be traded. I think he's signed under contract to like 2024, 2025 or six or some shit. He's got term. Uh, pretty reasonable contract too. I think he's at about the $6 million mark for a goalie of his caliber. That's pretty decent. Uh, boys, thoughts? What do you think? I, like, If you're a team like the Oilers, you got to be licking your chops for fucking a guy like Gibson, no? Yeah, the Oilers have to be up there if Gibson is available. And Gibson, it feels like he's been around a lot longer than he has. He's only 28 still. He does have that contract through uh, 2027 at 6.4 million. Shit, modified no trade clause. So yeah, a team like like the Oilers who need a goalie could be. I'm not sure what they could give up for him, but also like why is Anaheim looking to move him? They're 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 on on the up and up. They, they got Zegers. They got a good good young core there. Maybe they think. Gibson will be over the hill by the time they're ready to compete. Maybe they'll get some more younger pieces. So, yeah, Gibson is going to be one of the goalies to watch this offseason. There's always a lot of goalies on the move during during the offseason. So Gibson is going to be one of the best out there. I've been hearing some buzz that uh, Towns Leafs are sniffing around looking to acquire old Johnny G. Uh, but that'll depend on the contract talks with Jack Campbell. We'll see how much money he wants. Uh, but if it's a high number, they're going to be in the goal market. And I think that this could be a good move for Toronto. I know the, it was a couple years ago, something like John Gibson was like, there's no way I'm moving Toronto. But maybe things have changed in the past couple of years. Uh, we know that uh, Freddie Anderson came from Anaheim before he went to the Leafs there. So could be uh, something similar there. But yeah, I think that uh, obviously he's one of the best uh, goalies in the league, at least uh, maybe not the last couple of seasons but before that, for sure. He was a stud, um, but now he's got the big contract. So that's, that's going to be hard to take for a lot of teams. So it's, it's going to be likely a team either desperate for a goalie or one with a lot of cap space. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Oilers are desperate for a goalie for sure, <laughs> uh, even if they don't have a lot of cap space. So we'll see. Maybe Duck can keep the tires that could move some money around. Uh, and Mike Smith, I think, probably retires too. So, yeah, Edmonton's a likely option. Toronto's a likely option. Uh, maybe Colorado too, with Kemper going. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's a good point, man. The Avalanche, they could always use an upgrade, and he would definitely be an upgrade over Kemper. Um, but it comes down to Gibson, man. Like, this is a this is a good goalie. And it, I don't want to say it's a shame he's been with Anaheim his entire career, because it's not. He's been a journeyman with them. And, you know, if he's clearly there because he liked it, if he wanted to move, he wouldn't have signed that massive deal he did. Um... But fuck yeah, dude, like there's teams that would be very interested in him. You know, as a Leafs fan, I would love to see John Gibson play for us. I'm sure Oilers fans would say the same thing. He's he's a great goalie. Now, Ryan touched on it. Why would Anaheim want to do this? Like, you know, they're an up-and-coming team. Obviously, they're probably not going to be ready next year or the year after. And he is signed for term, though. But for me, you know what it comes down to is if you look at the goalie free agent market this year, it's pretty slim pickets, man. So there's going to be teams willing to overpay financially for a goalie as it is, probably. Look at guys that like some Marc-Andre Fleury, maybe even a Jack Campbell, um, name similar to that. I feel like this is a time that Anaheim could cash in, right? Like, we'll trade him, we'll get, you know... 
maybe not a king's you know a king's ransom but we'll get a pretty decent package considering how kind of loose the actual goalie market is in the ufa market um with that being said, I wouldn't be surprised to see him just stick with Anaheim, though. Like, this is all rumors. This is all hearsay. We all know how this plans out. Um, so, yeah, they have no reason to trade him unless he actually kind of wanted out or they could get a good deal for it. So that's just my two cents. Um, yeah, they, they might not get a uh, King's Ransom for him, but they might get a Duck's Ransom. A Duck's Ransom. <laughs> right. No no Shark's Ransom or what? No, definitely not. No, no Shark's. <laughs> Okay, we're going to keep the goalie train going here. This one caught me off guard. I don't know if it caught you guys off guard here. Uh, we just talked about Edmonton's goaltending situation. Joel touched that Mike Smith might retire, probably should retire. Who knows if he will. He's signed to next year. But Mikko Koskinen, who is a UFA technically, maybe not anymore. This caught everybody off guard. But he signed a two-year deal with HC Lugano in Switzerland. Like, uh, this is something that it's like, to me, it screams, I want to go play in Europe. Because like this is the guy that didn't even maybe explore his options. Maybe he did. His agent was calling around, seeing if anything was available. But the fact that you waited until like after free agency, you know, when teams are really kind of shelling out, or before free agency, rather, to just go and sign in Europe, like that's kind of crazy. But either way, uh, Mikko Koskinen, two-year deal, HC Lugano in Switzerland. Uh, sick jerseys, though. Fuck. Yeah, start calling him cheese there over over in the Swiss League. Yeah, he must have wanted to go over to <laughs> Europe, and 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 that's what he went for. So yeah, Edmonton's going to need a goalie now. I think he saw the writing on the wall when the Oilers refused to bench Mike Smith for him. You know, if uh, Mike Smith's letting all those goals in, but they still don't put him the backup for a game, uh, he knows his his time here is done in the big leagues. So yeah, he'll look a lot better there in uh, the Swiss League, but. Uh, yeah, it's a good thing for the Oilers, I guess, uh, that his deal is done because, you know, um, he signed that massive uh, money deal there and uh, got paid. Now he's going to go enjoy the Swiss Alps, so good for him. That was the last of the Peter Shirelli deals, which that whole thing was nuts, right? Didn't he sign him like a day before Shirelli got canned? Like, how does the owner let that happen? I don't know. Either way. I don't know. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> Typical Oilers dysfunction. That's why they've been yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. as bad as they've been. Okay. Uh, we'll jump. Speaking of uh, Oilers dysfunction, did you guys see the Connor McDavid happenings? Oh, on, my I think it was, goodness. It was Sunday night. Connor McDavid was absolutely buckled. This kid looked like a young Talon Jenkins in college. Just walking around the street, no idea where the fuck he is, no idea where he's going, just absolutely hammered. That was fucking nuts. That's going out the right way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, maybe maybe he's going to go side in Switzerland. Who knows? Wakes up with a two-year deal in HC Lugano after getting hammered one night. Um, Make sure to get down on the wins. Bet $50, win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. WinBet is also offering an ultimate fantasy football experience. If you bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st, 2022, you'll get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. They're also offering a party with DJ Diesel package where all users can bet $100 on NBA or casino and be entered into a prize drawing to attend a DJ Diesel, Shaquille O'Neal, performance at Encore Beach Club at night, as well as a meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. There's so much to choose from. 
And all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now, you can make money on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right, join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. All right, uh, boys, let's jump into the New York Rangers postmortem here. There is a couple things that came out. Um, I don't know if you heard it. There's a bit of a... a bit of tightness i guess uh capo caco was scratched and he says that nobody told him why he was scratched in that last game there um that's kind of a weird scenario i don't know anything else jump out to you about this series or about the new york rangers on the whole here yeah caco being scratched was kind of a surprise i mean he's not like he wasn't playing amazing but that, i mean the kids line was one of their best lines in the playoffs and to scratch him for strome who was playing hurt and also dryden hunt who i think hadn't played really since the first round it was kind of surprising there at least at least tell him i give him a heads up i'm pretty sure he took line rushes before the game in warm-up so i thought he was going to play and then he just did it and as as far as the rangers postmortem it's just they they ran into a better team. They ran into a better goalie. Shosturkin couldn't carry them to make up for their uh, five on five play. And after two straight seven seven game series, they kind of ran out of steam. Yeah, I'm happy that the Rangers lost because it would have been a 20 feet hour uh, Justin Thomas situation for me if the Rangers won the <laughs> cup. So I've got absolutely nothing on them. It would have destroyed everything I got. Uh, so that would that would have sucked. But. Credit to them. They played a, a damn good uh, series against the Hurricanes and the beginning of this series. But uh, once the Lightning figured them out, they just uh, buckled down and tightened up and uh, showed the Rangers how it's done. Um, this is a young team. They'll be better going forward. Uh, but, uh, yeah, at the end of the series, we saw a bunch of Sturkin, just like they were in the regular season, before the trade deadline anyway. Uh, but, yeah, this, this is a dangerous team going forward. they got those young guys finally coming together with Kako, Lafreniere, and uh, – Heedle too. Uh, so those guys, watch out for those guys going forward. And Adam Fox, of course, in the back end. He, oh he's still goodness. a beast. Yeah, he's sick, dude. Uh, it's a great team, man. And, you know, they're only going to get better, too. So that's pretty cool to see. Like you said, they do have a lot of young talent. Um, but some good guys that are, you know, pretty solid that have been around the league a little bit. You know, like Panarin's been in the league for a couple of years now. Zibanejad's absolutely incredible. Kreider's had a great, he had a great year. Fuck, did he get 50 goals? Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck is that like the most least talked about 50 goal season of all time like, that's nuts um and stole all the uh all the buzz yeah true and rightfully so like, Shosturkin was incredible this year too so that's fair um 
All right, boys. Well, before we get going into the Stanley Cup finals here, we're going to jump into some Con Smythe odds. Uh, currently, as it stands, Cal McCarr is leading. Kale McCarr, my mistake, is leading the uh, leading the wagon here at plus one eighty. You can get Nathan McKinnon for plus two ten, Nikita Kucherov plus four hundred, Andre Vasilevsky uh, plus four hundred as well. Um, boys, anything there jump out? Of? Yeah, I like. Oh, fuck, I love Cal McCarr. Yeah, McCarr at plus one eighty. He's already outscored McKinnon by by four points. He has 22 points in 14 games. I mean, that's insane, especially for a defenseman. And then for the Lightning side, I mean, if they win the series, it, it should be Vasilevsky kind of carrying it for them. So plus 400 for, for him is, is kind of great value there, I think. Yeah, Kale McCarr obviously is is my guy. I think he's he's a, he's the favorite for a reason here. He's had the best playoffs out of all these guys uh, on a consistent basis. He's had a Couple bad games, but uh, generally speaking, like every game, he, he's he's been showing up uh, more or less. And then going down the list here, Kucherov, I, I don't mind him four to one. Uh, he's been getting better ever since uh, ever since the Leaf series, where he kind of was slacking off for doing something I don't know what, uh, <laughs> hanging out with Talon there downtown. Oh, uh, what's Street. good, baby? <laughs> <laughs> he's at the brass rail. <laughs> <laughs> the strip club. <laughs> Uh, but seriously though, I think Makar, Vasilevsky are the best bets here. Vasilevsky four to one. Uh, the Avalanche are going to control the play. It's all about if they can solve Vasilevsky. So if Lightning win this, it's going to be on the back of their elite goaltender. Um, then going down the list off the off the board here, uh, Stamkos at fifteen to one. I I was I was telling Ryan he can't win in the slack there, but uh, at fifteen to one, I think that there's there's a, a case to be made to place a few shekels on him, considering he's got. Nine goals already, which is more than Kucherov. Uh, he has nowhere near as many assists, but he's also the captain of the team. So, uh, and Stamkos is a good of a has a good uh, a narrative too, right? If you're looking for a storyline bet, uh, he didn't win the um, the Consmite last year, and of course, he missed the playoffs for the most part two years ago. And everyone loves this guy, so uh, Stamkos is fifteen to one might be a good flyer too. So, those three guys would be the ones I'd be looking at: Makar, Vasilevsky, Stamkos. Dude, if you had to yeah, take a you, value you, play, Stamkos for sure, fifteen to one. Yeah, and you think the the voters are going to probably weigh heavily whatever happens in the Cup final because that's basically the Smythe is for the whole playoffs. But like the what they see last, it's going to be recency bias to win the Cup. So if Stamkos has a good Cup final, he he could definitely run away with it at fifteen to one. Is great value. Plus I think two that, goals, two goals against the Rangers there to seal the deal. So that's fresh yeah. in their memory too. That's it. He's played fantastic. We're going to have to track that through the series, yo, and just see what Stamkos' odds do move up to. Like, maybe they'll move up to, like, a, you know, 9-1 to one or something like that from 15. He could easily do it. He's had a great playoffs, and like Joel said, he was pretty clutch in that New York series, too. we got to mention, though, just in case he wins it all, we look like a bunch of fools. Victor Hedman. Victor Hedman, yep. always a stud. I don't think that he'll win it, but uh, we got to mention him because he, he's that good, and he can take over a game. We'll, we'll, take, we'll talk about Cam McCarl all we want, but he's the old vet. And uh, mm-hmm. he could show the young guy who's still the king of the jungle here. Edmund's still the best defenseman in the league, man. Simple as that. <laughs> All right, uh, boys, are we ready here? We've been doing the what is this episode sixty four? We're fucking finally doing a Stanley Cup final show. This is our first Stanley Cup final show. Uh, we're here. It's ready to go. We're jumping into it. Ryan, Joel, are we ready or what? Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna hold that. Oh, I was like, oh shit, here we go. Okay, game one, 
Wednesday night, 8 p.m. What's going to be the date on Wednesday? It's going to be the 15th, Wednesday 15th, 8 p.m. puck drop, Eastern Standard Time. What would that be in crazy Joel Vancouver time? I don't know, like what, 6 o'clock? Either way, Tampa Bay on the money that's paying now, plus 145. Tampa Bay on the puck line sitting at minus 210. That's plus 1.5. Uh, Colorado on the money line, minus 165. Colorado on the puck line at minus 1.5. Paying off plus 170. Over-under sitting at 6. Both over-under paying off, minus 110. Uh, Colorado to win the series, minus 190. Pretty big favorites. Tampa Bay to win the series, plus 155. Uh, Tampa Bay to win in 6, plus 600. Colorado to win in 6, plus 500. Bit of money there. Jolie, this is your team, buddy. You are the avalanche guy. You've been pumping Colorado all year long. They're your boys. They're your team. I'm going to let you kick this one off. Let's go. Well, first of all, it would be 5 o'clock here. You know, there's a three-hour difference between I thought TST it was two. And <laughs> <laughs> but it will be 6 o'clock local time here in Denver. Uh, so you, you, you're kind of right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, the, uh, I'm fucking stressing already. I'm I'm, I'm I'm drinking too much and I'm smoking too much and I'm just, yeah, worried about this freaking series is what it's all about. You know, first time I've been here since 2001. Um, so, yeah, it's a big deal, obviously, but uh, maybe, I was, maybe it's just pessimism, but um, I'm leaning towards the lightning here uh, just because of the, uh, the experience of the bolts. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll cover game one, though, first. We'll cover game one. Game one, I think the Avs win this one. Uh, I know there's a whole rest versus rest thing, and supposedly the rest team doesn't do as well, but that's been proven wrong by the Avalanche in the first three rounds. I mean, they've had a long rest for all three of those games, and they've come out firing. It could be said that uh, the, the game one of the Preds, Blues, and Oilers games, those were the, the three best performances by the Avs, uh, especially um, the Preds and Blues games. So I don't think there's much to that. I think the Avs will be raring to go. They're they're getting up here. They're all rested. Uh, they're getting healthy. Um, uh, we'll we'll come back around and talk about the series. Let's just keep the game one here. So I don't want to keep talking for five minutes straight. <laughs> uh, so game one, yeah, I, th- I think they're going to be rested, but I don't think they're going to be rusty. So uh, give me the Avs here. The Lightning, they've been starting slow off in these series. So I, I think that they they have another slow start here too. Even against the Panthers, they. Uh, uh, they might have lost that game if they didn't have anyone else in net or if they had someone else in net. Uh, so I, I think the Avs win this first one. It's plus the altitude and all that. It takes a little bit of time to adjust. Uh, Camper being back is pretty big. We do not want Francis in there. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the Avs win the game one. And I think it goes over. I think this series starts off fast and mm-hmm. high scoring and then, and then t- trends towards the under as the Lightning maybe uh, get their Anaconda snake going and suffocate the abs and make this uh, a tighter affair. But uh, for this one, I think it goes over six. Uh, Kemper's going to be a little rusty to the uh, after having not played much of the last series. So off six here. off obviously much better in the later latter half of the series. So, yeah, I like goals in this one. And uh, abs on the money line. Actually, give me the puck line, too. Because uh, I think that the uh, if the Avs go all out like they did in the first three games, they're going to win by two plus goals. So plus one seventy, I like the puck line, and uh, over six. Yeah, I completely agree with Joel. At least as uh, far as game one is concerned, here the Avs 
home ice game one they're they're 37 and 11 at home overall this season regular season plus the playoffs that's a 77 percent win percentage i mean they're just incredible there at ball arena and and yeah you said it it's they've been great in game one and and tampa bay was bad in game one and game two against the rangers who were one of the the, the worst team uh in terms of expected goals for in the playoffs the Avs are the second best behind only the penguins who played seven games against the worst rangers so i mean the Avs they've just been they've lost two games so all playoffs i mean they've, they've been putting it on and i don't think tampa bay is going to be ready for Colorado's speed. I mean, Colorado's much better than the Rangers. They're a better team overall than than the Panthers, who who could not adjust against the the Lightning. And they're probably similar, most similar to the uh, Maple Leafs, who who shut out the Lightning five nothing in Game One, if I remember right. And, and the Leafs took a three two series lead. So the Avs are, are just the Leafs, but a little bit better with with McKinnon, with McCarr. They they got more defense. So. I like the Avs here, possibly in the series well, but just starting off with game one, I'm going to go with the Avs in game one, and I also do agree with the over here. Colorado's going to, going to come out firing. They're, they're not, I mean, the Rangers put up, what, six in game one against Tampa Bay? Avalanche are much better offensively. Both of these teams have played more overs than unders overall this season, so at six, at a minus 110, you can get a push there if it's, if it's a 4-2 game, something like that. I don't know if I, I trust the puck line as much as Joel does, just because I could see it going to overtime game one, starting off the uh, Stanley Cup Ooh. final with a bang. So give me the Avs on, on the money line, minus 165. Maybe see if it moved there before puck drop in a little bit less than 48 hours, especially with what happens here. We have I mean, two major injuries I'm sure we're going to talk about with Kadri uh, for the Avs and Braden Point, who did take line rushes in practice for, for the Lightning. So those are two key guys that are going to hinge a lot. This, this series is going to hinge a lot on, but for game one, I think the Avs do come out and take this one at home. Yeah, I'm... Fuck, I'm almost... No, I'm not there with you guys. I'm on Tampa Bay in this game, man. Fuck that. This, to me, it's like... Joel said, is this a rusty game or is it a rusty game, you know? And I think we might see a little bit of a rusty game here. I don't think it's going to be a crazy blowout or anything like that. I can see over six hitting. I think, like you guys said, you know, we probably most likely will see some goals in this game. Two powerhouse offenses... Uh, Darcy Kemper, if he does play, he hasn't played since when? Fuck, I don't even remember. I guess it would have been last series, right? But only like halfway through. Game um, two. Game two. So that's tough, especially going into the Stanley Cup Finals. You know, it's that added pressure on it, man. He's never been there before. None of these guys in Colorado have been there before, too. And this is a Tampa team that, let's face it, all they do is and win. Darren Helm, buddy. Oh, okay, okay. You know what? <laughs> Red Wings um, legend. Yeah, that's your guy? All right, all right. <laughs> um... Uh, so for this game, I'm definitely going Tampa on the money line plus 145 here. I think uh, they're going to come in, and you know Colorado was, I don't want to say pretty big favorites, but you know they're they're pretty big favorites, and maybe they shouldn't be as big favorites. Like yes, they should probably be predicted to win this game, maybe even the series. But uh, I love Tampa Bay here, man. Plus 145. I do like the over, like you said too. I think we're going to see some goals in this. But you know what? Joel touched on it a little bit there. It's it's a, a we're hissing like snakes. It's an anacondas. The anacondas out and about. It's gonna be tight. It's gonna be tight, yo. The anaconda don't want none, baby. It's gonna be a tight one. We're hissing. We're hissing over here. I think it's gonna be a close game. Uh, I, I'm probably not gonna bet the draw. I don't know. It's. I don't feel like I'm gonna be wearing my Sunday's best on this one. But uh, either way, I will be having Tampa Bay on the money line, and I will also be taking that over. 
Gentlemen, Father's Day is just around the corner, and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure all the father figures out there are looking daddy material this June. Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. This right here is no dad joke. Treat him and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with an exclusive offer. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at Manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. Manscaped is designed with fathers in mind, and the Performance Package 4.0 is here just in time for your pop's special day. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold his goodies. First off, let me start by saying the Lawnmower 4.0 will be the official MVP of Father's Day. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight he needs for a more precise shave. Does your dad use the same trimmer for his body and face? Let's throw that out the window and give him the upgrade he deserves. But wait, there's more. Manscaped just launched their brand new Boxers 2.0 that are, dare I say, the best boxers ever. We all know dads love their comfort. With summer just around the corner, the Boxers 2.0 are here to save every father from the uncomfortable heat. These new boxers are packed with revolutionary features, including the jewel pouch, designed to cradle his boys in their own special space. This right here is a game changer. Whether he's mowing the lawn, taking out the trash, or golfing in the sun, these moisture-wicking boxers breathe without breaking the sweat. Dads, buy this for yourself. Sons, buy this for you and your dad. Ladies, buy this for your man. And dog daddies, you deserve this treat too. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SGP. Shake what your mama gave you? Nah, shake what your daddy gave you. Uh, boys, let's jump into the series as a whole here. Uh, Joy, what do you think, man? Uh, it's a case of the old man versus the young upstart kid, right? The Avs are supposed to be this exciting young team that are supposed to take the leap. But the Lightning, they've they've been there. They've done that. Um, they went through their own struggles for years and years. So they got like almost a decade worth of <laughs> like conference final Stanley Cup experience now. So it's it's uh, uh, the core group there. They knows how to they know how to get it done. And I, it's hard to bet against them when they're the freaking underdog, right? Uh, if this was if this were a pick 'em, I'd pick Colorado. But at plus one fifty five. I like the Lightning. You know, we're, we're kind of seeing it now at the uh, the NBA Finals with, with the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics are clearly the better team, but they're going against the best player and a, a guy that's done it all before with with Steph Curry, and he's just torturing him, torturing him. And then they they can't uh, close out games. They don't have the killer instinct yet, and I think that's the same thing with Colorado here. Uh, they've shown strides, but. They've also shown the same tendencies to blow games, like that fucking three-goal lead against the Blues. That uh, I mean, we gave up what, what two empty net goals there, and then lost in overtime. It's that kind of game that makes me a little more concerned for Colorado. And uh, that's that's not the game that Tampa Bay loses. Uh, so I, I think the, the the Lightning here are the better bet at plus one fifty-five, um, just because they've done it before. And if you're getting them. At those big plus numbers, I, I think that's the right side. Uh, it should go long. 
So I'm going to take the uh, the Lightning plus one and a half just so just to give myself a bit of a buffer zone so I can still cheer for the Avs in seven and uh, get my uh, my show bet in here as well. Uh, yeah, I think this this series will go long because the Avs obviously are good enough to uh, to beat the Lightning, but uh, the Lightning will uh, get stronger as the series goes on because John Cooper is one of the arguably the best coach right now. And uh, he'll figure some things out to stop the Avs offense. So, yeah, I think the Avs get off to a good start. Maybe win two home games. And then uh, things get, get going like they did uh, with the Lightning Rangers series where the Lightning just, uh, you know, they, they, they learn their opponent. You know, they can take a couple early losses. But then uh, uh, then they get that stranglehold back as they uh, drain the life out of the Avalanche with their... There's slippery, slimy snake skin and and uh, coil around them. I'm getting depressed just talking about it, but uh, I'm just objectively speaking, I've got to go with the, uh, the lightning here. Uh, but you know, I'll be going the other way in my heart. I, I'm on the abs here. They've been the odds-on favorite to win the cup for what seems like all season long. I, I'm not. I haven't gone back and looked, but they've they've been the favorite for for quite some time here and. You know, I bet against the Lightning. I thought Florida was going to beat them. Florida, it, they've been not quite as good here as the Avalanche. Avalanche, they they, they won every series. They're, they keep saying, you know, mission's not done. We're, we're still still battling. You got to go win it all here. And I think they're really really focused here. They have McKinnon. They have McCarr. They showed last series they're able to kind of shut down two of the best players in the world, even if Drysaddle was playing on one leg. Oilers had one line. Tampa Bay right now kind of does only have one line with with the Kucherov, Stamkos, Palat line. If Point comes back, it gives them a better second line than Edmonton had. But I still think Colorado has that better depth. Colorado has the a defense that Tampa Bay hasn't really seen yet this uh, this postseason, especially against Toronto and then against the Rangers. It really just had has just starting to go against. So I, I think the Avs are, are going to win this. I don't like the minus one ninety series price. I do agree that. With talent for for game one, even that the Avs shouldn't be really favored this highly, especially in the series at minus one ninety. So I'm looking at the Avs either. I mean, Colorado in six at plus five hundred. I think that's that's great value there. If they they win two at home, get one in Tampa Bay, you know, go back and forth, win it in six plus five hundred is good odds there. I do like the series spread. You can get that at plus odds. Maybe take Colorado to win game one and the series at plus odds. I, I wouldn't recommend betting minus 190, but I do think the Avalanche are going to get this done. This is I mentioned it in my intro. This is the series I think that the uh, NHL would have picked if if they could have picked two teams here to to meet in the final. You have the the up and coming Avs who have have missed out in the past few years, and you have the Lightning who have won the past two cups. They're they're trudging along. They're playing that good playoff hockey that Colorado kind of struggled against in uh, St. Louis for a little bit, but. I think they overcame that. They, they're kind of buckled down here. McKinnon and McCarr are on a mission. As long as Kemper doesn't shit the bed, which, you know, he, he's not been great in the postseason, but I do like the Avs here in the series. I like them on the spread, and I like them either possibly in five, but in six at plus 500. I don't think you can pass that up. One more note. One also, more note. go ahead. I, I do want to mention that uh, the last time these teams played, Colorado – Beat Tampa Bay 3-2 at home, outshot them 47-38, and that was without Nathan McKinnon. So without their best player there, Colorado won that game. They also won the uh, first meeting back in October. So they've beaten the Bolts before. Playoffs are a different animal, but they're going to have McKinnon this time. Okay. 
So it depends on what you mean by the NHL, but I think the the league would want the Oilers and Rangers just for the ratings alone. You know, those are two huge markets and all that. So that would drive the uh, the money up, the dollars up. But for the hockey purists like well, us, probably us wholesome no, people. Yeah. No, I'm gonna talk. Okay, if you if you talk about every team in the league. In oh yeah, of course, Toronto and and yeah. uh, oh, Toronto who would be the biggest no. Western team? Probably Oilers. Is there a bigger yeah. team in the West? I don't think so. Meh. But we're talking about the uh, uh, conference finals there. But yeah, for us hockey purists, us wholesome people who don't care about money, uh, as you can tell by our uh, season record and the lost dogs <laughs> and bulls, that's a, that's uh, this is this is the best series in a hockey <laughs> we, purist sense. We don't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely right, man. Like this and this. I think we touched on this last show a little bit too. This is something that doesn't always happen. It's not always guaranteed in the NHL where literally the two best teams in the league play against each other in the Stanley Cup finals. You know, you at this point you literally have the best team in the East with the Tampa Bay Lightning, and you have the best team in the West with the Colorado Avalanche meeting each other for the Stanley Cup. As a fan, you can't ask for more than that. Uh, Joel, you bring up a good point. If you're the NHL, you probably get more revenue if you see like a New York or a Toronto or someone like that in these finals here. But for a fan, man, like this is something special enough potential to be a playoff, you know, series that, you know, we'll probably never forget for a long ass fucking time. And this could be pretty cool um, for myself. I'm I'm in Tampa Bay plus 155 in this series, boys. Like this is it. This team's a. You can say it. this is a dynasty team, all right? They've been to three Stanley Cup finals in a row. They've won at least two of them. Like, this is absolutely incredible what these guys have done year in, year over the past three years. You can give me that COVID crap. I'll tell you to shove it up your ass. This team is absolutely fantastic, man. And you see it all the time. And it's not like they're just winning series, like, hands down and easily. They're going through adversity, man. They were down three games to two of the Leafs. What happened to that? They win fucking two in a row, and then they go and they sweep Florida in four. Well, guess what? Florida won. What, they win the President's Trophy. They were the best team in the league when it came to points. Okay, not a big deal. Next thing, what happens? They go down to New York. They go down two games to nothing. What do they do? They win four in a row to win that series. Like, I, I just, I'm, I can't bet against this Tampa team, man. Everything that they've shown me, I cannot bet against this team. They're too goddamn good. Um, I do really love Lightning and Six here. Because if it gets to a game six and Tampa has an option to close, say they're up 3-2 or something like that, that game six is at home, man. That game six is in Tampa. That, to me, that's worth betting right there. Because just the chance that maybe, you know, they will have the chance to close it out and this team is playing at home. They're a great home team. Their fans show up. It's an electric building, man. They do it right down there in Tampa. So I, I love that money. Plus 600 for Tampa to finish this in six. I'm going to be all over that. Um, it's going to be no slouch though, man. Like everything I just said, I was just pumping Tampa's tires. That's to take nothing away from Colorado too. Like this Colorado team is nuts. Kale McCarr is absolutely unreal. I got a feeling McKinnon's just going to be a, he's going to have a rocket up his ass, dude. He said it last year too. Like I've been around, what do you say? I've been around in this league for nine years or something. I haven't won shit. Like this guy is going to be going balls to the wall. Um, they, they have all the talent there, man. Like Ranson and Lannis Cog is out of low key, unreal playoffs. Like, there's, there's just been some good performance. Will we see Kadri? I got my money that we will. But you can say the same thing. We're supposed to see Braden Point back for Tampa too, right? So, uh, I, honestly, I'm just flabbergasted, boys. This is going to be such a crazy series. I'm so fucking stoked. But I'm on Tampa plus 155 on the series, and I'm on Tampa to win in six at plus 600. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens in their AG1 supplement. 
So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world, world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right. Anything else to add there before we wrap up the series here or what? I'm good. No, I think we, we got it covered. All right. All right, gentlemen. We're going to jump in. It's time for the best segment of the show. We got the Hockey Gambling Podcast bankroll, the HGP Puck Ruck Challenge. We don't got a song. We were doing Crazy Frog, but I'm sick of singing Crazy Frog. So we're just going to go with the HGP Puck Buck Challenge here. Uh, we have some show notes posted in our stuff. These two got a shitload of future bets. More so, Joel. Boys, do you want to run through them or what? What's the game plan here? I mean, this was just here kind of for reference. Joel does kind of have every angle covered here. I only have Tampa Bay to beat the Avs, a plus 300 for 10 puck bucks, and I have the Avs to win a minus 200, which has gone down for uh, 100 puck bucks. So not too much for me. Yeah, well, like I said, if the Rangers won, um, not only would it wipe out my um, um, real-life bets, but it would wipe out my uh, uh, puck-buck challenge bets because I've got the uh, abs to win the cup, 
place at the beginning of the season or the, the playoffs here. McCarr to win the Consmyth, Hammond to win the Consmyth, 15 to 1, 25 to 1. McKinnon to win the Consmyth, 5 to 1. Lightning to win the Cup, plus 260. Vasilevsky to win Consmyth, plus 550. And Lightning to win Stanley Cup again, plus 230. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm invested in these two teams and I'm happy they both got to the final. Okay, well, where it currently stands, I have 306 puck bucks and 71 puck cents. Ryan has 372 puck bucks and 50 puck cents. Also has 110 puck bucks currently at risk. Uh, Joel has, holy shit, he's running away. He's got 728 puck bucks and 24 puck cents, currently with 220 puck bucks at risk. Notice Jolie's bets are getting a little bit lighter here, too. Almost like he's playing it safe. You know, he's a little scared to kind of go all in, eh? And all these are the same stakes of these and all through the playoffs. <laughs> you just paid attention. I don't pay attention. <laughs> Come on. Uh, all right, boys, I'll kick us off here. Everything I said, I pretty much just said in our last segment. Um, I want Tampa Bay to win this series, plus 155. I got 50 puck bucks on that. Uh, I really think they get it done, man. This team has to three-peat. This is a dynasty either way, no matter what happens, but it would be so sick to see them do it. That No team has won three cups in a row since Islanders in the 80s or something stupid like that. Um, Tampa Bay game one on the money line plus 145. I'm going to put down 28 puck bucks and 35 puck cents. Uh, I see it getting it done, man. Like they're going to, I think they're going to turn a couple heads here and, you know, maybe we won't see the odds as favored for, uh, for Colorado as we are in this first game after this. Um, and then so also some kind of a mystical meaning there in the 28, 35, no, it's literally so I have half of my payroll bet. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. I did some math. Maximum. That's, that's exactly. Remember, I, before the show, I was like, could I bet half a puck cent? But it's probably not a good call. It's just so I have half of my payroll bet. Um, and then I, I talked about it earlier. I got Tampa Bay in six at plus 600. I'm putting down 75 puck bucks on this, man. I'm I'm loading up. This might be what gets me back to the dance here. All right. So I'm uh, I'm feeling this. Tampa Bay. Plus 600 to win in six, 75 puck bucks. All right, yeah, I'm going, the, uh, <laughs> I'm going the opposite direction here. Uh, I'm going with the Avs in six at plus 500, just, just for 20 puck bucks there. Also taking the Avs minus one and a half games, plus 120 for 50 puck bucks. I'm taking the Avs game one and the series to win game one and to win the series, a plus 105 for 50 puck bucks as well. Then game one bet, I have over six minus 110 for 50 puck bucks. I originally had a, a Vasilevsky Smythe bet in there, but I, t- I took that out because we are planning on recording before every game. So I figure the Avs are going to win game one. I'll get better odds on that before game two. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. I even had it written up there, then I've had the same thought. So yeah, we're on the same page there. Uh, for myself, I'm going to go with the Avs win game one. Lightning win the series, plus 450. 20 puck bucks on that. I do think the Avs get up to a hot start, and then the Lightning uh, get that, that snake coiling up. And uh, also game one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the... <laughs> 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 also over six in game one, uh, 35 bucks on that, minus 110. And Tampa Bay series, plus one and a half games, minus 145, 65 bucks on that. This uh, series likely goes the distance, or at least to six. So um, I'm uh, happy there, especially because the, the Lightning will have home mice advantage there in game six. And finally, Kucherov 
Over two and a half goals, plus 150, 15 puck bucks on that one. Uh, I don't know why he's, uh, he has a uh, much shorter cons my thoughts, but for some reason, Stamkos is favored to get to three goals more than Kucherov is. So I think that there's a bit of value there. So I'm going to go with uh, Kucherov over two and a half goals, plus 150. All right. That wraps up our predictions and bets for the HGP Puck Puck Challenge. Do, 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 do. Uh, um, all right, boys, that pretty much covers it. Anything else you want to throw in here before you wrap up or what? No? All you right, like well, your rhetorical questions this episode. Well, how about you answer them? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, <laughs> I just moving. All right. I'm just stoked uh, for the Stanley Cup Finals, dude. And like I said earlier, this is sick. You got literally the two best teams in the league. Best team from the East, best team from the West. We're, uh, we're in for a good series no matter what happens here. Um, all right, everybody. Go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, that's the place to be, man. Like I said earlier at the top of the show, so much good shit going on. NBA Finals are rocking and rolling. We're just about to jump into NHL Playoff Finals for the Stanley Cup. Uh, baseball's doing their thing. Uh, what else? Fucking USFL. Their playoffs are starting soon. They're right around the corner. Uh, that's Gold Breakers, baby. New Orleans. Kyle Slaughter's an absolute powerhouse. Um, golf. Sick golf tournament. we got a major coming up. That's going to be sick, too, this weekend. US Open. Uh, everything else, man. MMA's doing their thing. NASCAR. Go check out those boys. Everything's sick, dude. So go check out the Sports Gaming Podcast Network website. Uh, check out Joel's articles too, Ryan and them. You guys are doing an awesome job. Uh, so go sure and read that and uh, give the boys some love. Um, and yeah, man, fuck, get your ass in the Slack, dude. Like I said earlier, like I know we only got you know about a week and a half left in the season, but the Slack's gonna be popping off all summer long. We're gonna be talking. The beauties that are in there, we're gonna keep it going. There's a lot of fun people. Uh, and hell, so a lot of these guys have some great input when it comes to other sports too. So I feel like low key, not to shit on other Slack channels, but like. I feel like we get better bets about other sports than they do in some other <laughs> Slack channels. So I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm not saying, I'm only saying, but get your ass in the Slack, man. Hockey Gambling Podcast, HTP, uh, Hockey Slack at the SGPN Slack channel. Talent, if it's the uh, Breakers versus the Stars in the final, we got to put something down on that. 100%, yo. I will, I will blob, get a blob's getting it done. I will get a blob tattoo on my ass if they win. <laughs> But if, but if the break is when you got to get my boy Dave the wave tattoo. I'm not going to fucking paste <laughs> head hair on my fucking ass. Get out of here. <laughs> we'll All figure right. something so, out. I'll have my people talk to your people. Yeah. So we let, we we get the spiel at the top of the show. We get the spiel at the bottom of the show. If you're still fucking listening to this and you have not left a review, we're almost two full months without a review. It's a full-on drought here. People can't <laughs> use water to, to, to water their lawns. It's, it's, it's going to dry out there, so leave us a fucking five-star review on Apple Podcasts, sg.pn slash hockey. Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. And give us a follow on Twitter as well, at hockey sgpn. Boys, if you want to see a sad giraffe, like, you got you to, you know, like you're, that's what you're doing. You're making sad giraffes. You got to start leaving, you're leaving reviews. We need happy giraffes. <laughs> I don't know, that was stupid. Either way. Alright everybody, my name is Tal Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and you'll find the Avalanche channeling their inner mongers and fucking dragon and killing that lightning bolt snake, stupid snake to its death. <laughs> They're gonna destroy it. Fuck everything I said here. Let's fucking go abs. Holy shit. Peace.